Bunch, you know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the Jungle Gyms Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. Welcome back. We got a fun one for you today. Uh, today, we're joined by Del Hall of 16 Lots Brewing Company. You might know Del better for the reason that I brought him on the show this week uh, when he does his beer only Lenten fast, which supports charity. Very noble cause. He's a very interesting guy, and he sells a lot of beer to us here at Jungle Gyms. It's going to be a great one. But before we dive into the show, I had a few things I wanted to do. You know, I've been enjoying trying new products with all of you here on the show every so often. Um, but before I even try one of those new products, I want to give a little love to my pal, the Burger Beast out there in Miami, only in Dade County. Um, as you can see, if you're watching along here, I'll describe it too. But if you can see, um, we're memorializing. I'm going to ask you for a moment of silence for uh, one of the best sauces. We, we actually didn't carry this here. This is just a gift from him. Um, it was a guava sriracha guava sriracha ketchup the extra r always gets me gummed up a little bit uh it was really really good sauce it was really fun i am you know we only met relatively recently so it was one of those things but he's discontinuing his line so i was just gonna say you know what let's put one out there for the burger the burger beast is still around he's still a thing check him out on instagram he's got a ton of followers goes all over the country eating burgers sandwiches all kinds of fun stuff you can imagine a man after my own heart i uh, really love the sauce and i'm sad to see it go and i just thought i'd say hey you know what if you're out there watching buy the last bottle or two because i really did try to clean them out so here's that moment of silence Great, it's a very quick moment. All right, moving on to more fun things. I found these two products in my stroll this week, and I was like, all right, let's see what's up with these. Uh, a while back on one of the, I think it was on the uh, Starry Soda review, I brought up a brand called OK Soda. If you don't know much about OK Soda, that's okay. <laughs> uh, but there's a bunch of great YouTube videos on it, but it was a product made by, I'm pretty sure it was Coke, uh, to fit in the 90s. It had a very aloof, uh, laid-back attitude and a really cool branding thing. I kind of wish that was more. So I'm walking through international the other day, I see these over in the Korean section. Uh, and this is, I just see buckets of cookies, which already I'm like, oh, that's fun. It comes in a bucket. Uh, but this is called, the brand on this is called No Brand, Made for Consumer. And then it says, become a smart consumer. So, you know, I was already excited. And near that as well, I found over there in International, these are these, it, they say tangerine cream candies, but that looks like a lime or maybe a calamansi if, if you're nasty. Uh, but anyway, I just thought I'd try one of these while we're here before we get into the show. Because like I said, it's a long one today, but you deserve to find out about a new product first. So if you're watching along, thanks. If you're not, well, you can listen to you can listen to me eat into a microphone. All right, cute little ring-shaped cookies. These are fun. Let's find out what's up with these. Hey, those are pretty good. Mild coconut flavor. Crunchy. You could hear it in the mic. I'm sure a little... It's quieter than I thought. That's nice. You know, I love, I love this kind of thing, though. That was really the main exciting thing, is that uh, I love when brands go out there and they're like, hey, let's educate the customer just a little bit. It's like what we do here at Jungle Gyms, too. And it's always fun if cookies come in a bucket or just anything, so worth your time. I, I actually saw them in chocolate chip, which I thought was kind of funny. I thought coconut sounded more fun. And I was right. Let's test out one of these little guys. Also, shout out all of the... Um, sometimes the Americans do this too. But what I love about international packaging is they always do a much cuter version of individualizing. This would be really hard to see on camera. But all the candies are separate. All the cookies are separate. Oh, this is not what I expected at all here. So... 
hard to see. It looks like a horse treat. Uh, it's like kind of brownish and there's some sort of layer on the outside. Does that have a smell? Oh, it's got a funky smell. This might not be a great one. Uh, hey, wouldn't you all be happy if I found something I did love today? And this one, I can't even tell you the brand. It's literally just labeled as candy. So you're gonna have to, this is one for the YouTube audience, honestly. But you can't miss this it. in a bright yellow bucket. It's over by the World of Ramen. It's got little green citrus fruits on it. Very soft. Hmm. Almost like a mild ginger thing going on. Huh. I get a little citrus in the back end too. That's actually really, it, it was very, ah, okay, I'm looking at the ingredients. Artificial tangerine peel flavoring. That's actually kind of what it tastes. It tastes like a zested citrus fruit. Very cool. All right, well, there's two new products you didn't know about today. I'll give one more shout out to Burger Beast here. Love you, buddy. Thanks for watching. Uh, yeah, I'll give a quick shout out. I, wanna, uh, I love this when this happens, but he sends me a picture. He's like, hey, I'm watching it here. And he's like, set up. It's on TV. You know, it's cool when your show is being enjoyed by people all over the place, especially when they have more followers than you. So thanks again. Appreciate you. All right, everyone. Uh, let's dive into the meat of this episode. I'm excited for you to sit down with Dell. He's going to tell you the whole story about how this Lenten fast started. You'll hear all kinds of tales of intrigue, like getting called by the Vatican. I mean, it's crazy. It's cool. And uh, I think as of today's release, he's 29 days into the 46-day fast. And as you'll find out, he's down to come back later. And we might even have Dr. Jungle himself check his vitals when he's back. Okay, meet Dell. I am excited to find out about this. Uh, this is a diet maybe I should be taking on. But I wanted to introduce Dell. Dell, introduce yourself to the audience. Your man... Hey. <laughs> you know, of many talents, skills, and history here in the beer scene. Mark, thanks for having me. Hey, this is uh, Del Hall, a.k.a. Sergeant Del, um, also known as uh, Ohio Beer Fasting Man. Yes. Which, you know, is kind of like, it's, a, it, it's, it's not as crazy as Florida Man. Right. But, you know, Ohio Beer Fasting Man, that, that seems to make headlines a lot. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, I've definitely, you've so, popped up on my Google searches, for better or worse. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I'm the uh, the co-owner of uh, 16 Lots Brewing Company. Um, you know, I've been around the brewing scene here in in, uh, in Cincinnati probably about 15 years. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, I'm I'm, uh, I'm super pumped to be here and talking to you. I'm glad you came in. And more importantly, I'm glad you chose to have lunch with me today. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was, like, starving. <laughs> Literally. I haven't eaten in 22 days. Right. right. That's what I was going to say. And so by the time this airs, we'll be, what, how many days total is the fast for you? So it's 46 days okay. total. Right. So that is everyone knows like Mardi Gras, right? Like Mardi Gras. Right. Well, there's a reason it's called Mardi Gras, which is French for Fat Tuesday. Yeah. Right. That is the Tuesday before Lent starts. Ash Wednesday is the first day of Lent. So everyone eats and they eat whatever they want, whenever they want and how they want to eat it because they're going to give up some bad thing for them sure. or whatever for Lent. That goes all the way till Easter. OK, cool. So 46 this, days. It's crazy. Like, I, how do you feel? I feel pretty good right now. So like right now, like I said, I, I think like, you know, I'm, uh, I've also, this is the fifth year in a row that I've done this. Sure. I've done this five times in a row. My body knows what to expect. Right. Um, you know, the first year I did this, I didn't know if I was going to die or not. Like I really, really didn't. Yeah. Like I literally did not know. It's pretty unprecedented in modern yeah. times. So I was like, you know, um, 
there's like I now I go through phases. I know when those phases are coming. So that that first like you know three to five days, boy, it sucks. I mean, it is hard. I bet. Then uh, you have that like five to twelve day range, which is like okay, like I'm in it now. It's like you know, but a lot of those bad habits are still there. Like I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you're like like me normally, but like I'm driving around. And I'm like you know you you lose track of time. You forget about what you're doing. You're driving. You go, oh, I'm kind of hungry. Oh, there's Taco Bell. Right. And you pull. You like start to pull in. You're like, oh crap. Like, like I, I'm not eating right now. Like right. I'm literally not eating. Like, but those like it's so ingrained in you, right? Like, um, the just the way that that fast food is and food in general with the standard American diet. Yeah, it's so ingrained in you that like you know those kind of things that are just like subliminal. Like all these like every time you drive by all these signs and like you listen on the radio and you're hearing things and you're watching TV. Right. Right. I mean, they're all designed to make you to eat the product. Right. Yeah. Just so, like that. I always think about like when you're at the movie theater, right? Like yeah. they definitely crank up the sound effects when it's like, oh, you hear that popcorn? You hear the sound mm. of a sizzling cup of Coke getting poured into the cup? I get it. So I, good. I don't know how so you do good. it, but I think it's incredibly impressive. Yeah. Maybe let's dive into a little bit of the history of it. Like, so how did this was, it, you were mentioning earlier that this was like started by monks in a billion years ago. <laughs> Right. Yeah, actually, yeah. So like, it's like um, back in the 1600s, right? So the 17th century, um, there was a group of monks, and I don't want to get like too deep into it, but like give you like the the the, the quick explain it like the, a vibe the version. Cliff, yeah, the cliff note, <laughs> the cliff notes, right? So because it's like I don't know, it's, I've been in the beer scene for a while, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I was always a beer into beer sales, right? Yeah. And you tell stories about beer, like I'm drinking this IPA right now, right? Mm -hmm. And you tell the story about how like you know, well, India was a colony of Great Britain, and like England wouldn't brew beer, and they would send it to 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 India, but it would spoil. So, you know, they started putting a bunch of hops in it because hops are a preservative right. and that, that old adage, right? And then like, why are porters called porters? Because they would like the, the guys that literally the porters who put the steam trunks on the ships, their favorite beer was this, you know, this dark beer that was kind of like almost a stout, which stout is like a strong beer, right? All these stories with beer. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I digress. Uh, so it gets to the point where um, you start you talking about Doppelbox and you're like, oh, this Doppelbox, <laughs> where'd that come from? They're like, oh, well, it came from, you know, Bavaria. And the monks in Bavaria, like, wanted to prove to the world that they were so devout that they, you know, stopped eating and they were going to make this certain beer called Doppelbock which is a double Bach beer. And they were already drinking Bach beers. They were drinking um, Doppelbox. And they brewed that specifically to sustain themselves all the way through Lent without eating so they could prove to everyone, hey, it's easy for you to give up sweets. Hey, it's easy for you to give up, you know, different things because we're going to give up everything and only drink our own beer. Amazing. That's where it came from, right? Wild. So then I'm like, I'm like a super genuine guy. Like, I don't know what it was. I think it was like, what, you know, remember like, in uh, like eighth grade, you had to, you had to, it was like um, Catcher in the Rye. You had right. To, you, had to, right, you had to read like Catcher in the Rye in eighth grade. It's, you know, so um, J.D. Salinger, and I'm reading this book, and it like really resonated with me. And I'm like, he, like the theme in that book is like, don't be a phony. Right. Don't, don't, you don't want to be a phony. Yeah. And I loved that. I loved the vernacular. I loved the word, the phony. Like, I, so I always want to be a genuine person. Sure. So here I am as a beer sale. I'm selling beer, telling people these I'm romanticizing beer. I'm talking about IPAs and porters and stouts and Doppelbox, you know. <clears throat> and at that time in my life, this is, you know, probably like 10 years ago, I figured out that like, you know, um, intermittent fasting was getting big. Keto diet was big, you know, right. time restricted feeding, whatever you want to call it. You know, and I started learning about fasting. I did some like water fasting. I did some other stuff. And I was like, you know, then the next time I told the story about Doppelbach, I was thinking to myself, well, I know enough about fasting now. I wonder if that's true. Yeah. I wonder if like 
Mythbusters was a big show back then. Yeah, oh yeah. I was like, classic. I wonder if I could myth bust this myself. Right. What would Jamie and Adam do? Like, exactly, right? <laughs> and I'm like, so I know enough about fasting. I know that I have enough body body fat on me that I'm not going to die. Right. I shouldn't die. Right. But, you know, like my body's not going to turn on itself and start eating like muscle and like organs, yeah. you know, because I have enough fat on me. I think I could do this. So uh, that first year, that's so that's like, I really wanted to be a genuine person. I wanted to like kind of practice what I was preaching. Yeah. And, and I knew enough about the science of fasting that I felt like it was safe. That's amazing. So that's the history. That's that's how I ended up doing this. Did you ever do like a short test run or anything? Or when the first year you, you just dove all the way in? So the only test run I did was like water, right? Like I did like a five day water fast once. Yeah. Just straight up water. Um, and I would do like these fasts where I would do, uh, on a weekly basis, I would stop eating on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Like Sunday afternoon, I'd have a meal, done. Tuesday, like at lunch, I'd have my next meal. So I was fasting for 40, 48 hours at a time on a weekly basis. And that was just working phenomenal for like weight loss and things like that. But mixing beer into the, you know, to, to that, I had no idea what that was going to do. Right. So the first year I just jumped in. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's kind of how you have to be in these kinds of things, right? It's like take that wild swig, take the plunge. You know, you know, and it's, it's funny too, because I'm known now because of what I do mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm known also for uh, raising funds, right? I raise yeah. a lot of money for charities. That first year I did not, I, on purpose, I did not affix my name in this crazy stunt with any kind of charity. Cause what if I died? Right. What if I literally would have died? Yeah. But they were like, oh, well, Dell was doing this for juvenile diabetes and he died. Right. It's, it's a memorial and a charity <laughs> right. event like, at the same time. Right. So I'm like, I Maybe can't. Maybe he would have cornered that market <clears throat> too. I, like, I can't. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> the beer martyr. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Right, let's not, let's not get I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to be very clear. I'll look into the camera and say it too. I do not want that to happen. But right. at the same time, right. marketing's marketing. <laughs> All right. No such thing as bad press. Well, all kidding aside, though, I, you know, I laughed when you first showed me this, and I'll get a better on-screen version of it, too, so you can all see here. Uh, but I loved Sergeant Dell, a real American bureau. That was mm -hmm. You said that was from Barstool Sports? Yeah, the first year. So I'm an Army veteran. Mm -hmm. I did nine years in the Army. And um, so the first year that I did this and, like, I started going viral, like, I had no idea, right? Yeah. I mean, the, you know, and this is, like, the real Genesis story. Um, of how like I ended up going viral. My Jeep got stolen. I had a Jeep when I was at 50 West, right? I was the director of sales at 50 West. And I had this, this old like army Jeep that mm -hmm. like is like jump, it's like a, it's like souped up and it's like, it look, it's green. It says Sergeant Dell on, right. the, on the license plates. <laughs> like, it. you know, like, <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> I always parked it at 50 West and I, I just leave it there. Well, <laughs> like I went by one day and it was like, not there, stolen. I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Someone stole my Jeep. So, um, I put the word out on social media and obviously like I have, a, you know, a lot of friends and a lot of you know followers and things yeah. like that, but nothing like I do now. And, uh, 12 hours later I had my Jeep back. Oh, wow. Through the power of social media. Don't you love that? It was crazy. Right. And, uh, this is, uh, 2019 and, um, basically the news came out and did a story on me and the power of social media and how, you know, this army veteran got his Jeep stolen and then 12 hours later it was recovered all through spreading and sharing of this, you know, stolen Jeep post while I was interviewed by, you know, by the newscaster. Um, I said something about like, you know, maybe you might want to come back next week because next week, like I'm starting this thing where I'm going to do this beer fast. And they were like, hold up, what are you doing? And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to eat for like 46 days. I'm just going to drink beer. 
and they're like, get out of here. Hold on. And they talk to each other, like the, the cinema, you know, the uh, videographer and the, and the, the reporter. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's tape some of this. Let's, let's, let's interview him now about what Just he's see doing. What happens. Yeah. Same interview right after it's a cut. All right. Now we're going to talk about this beer fast thing. What are you doing? And I told them right behind yeah. the bar at 50 West. Here I am like, blah, blah, blah. This is what I'm going to do. Well, that was it. Right. That broadcast on like, um, whatever, like the 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., like whatever. It's not not a good slot, right? Sure. Well, I guess their metrics show that it, it, it did really well. Yeah. So the next day they played it at like 8, or they played it at 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and 9 a.m. Then they played it at the 11 o'clock news as well. People are blowing me up. They're like, oh, my God, you're all over the news. news you know. I wake up at like 5 a.m. because my phone's ringing the next morning. Oh, my gosh. And it's, it's Boston. I'm like, I don't, Boston. I got some few friends in Boston, but like, hello. And like, hey, this is Johnny so-and-so from Hill 105. <laughs> is this Del Hall, the beer guy? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And they're like, so. And they're like, I'm like, and I do this interview in Boston. And I was like, you got to hang up. I'm like, this is crazy. And then my phone rings and it's Miami, Florida. And I'm like, uh, hello. And they're like, hey, Del Hall, the beer guy in Miami, Florida, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So like, it literally like, it was like, like 15 calls in a row Wow, from New York, Boston, Houston, LA, like as the time, as the, you know, the time changes. Right. So I went from East coast to the Midwest, to the, to the, uh, like Texas and the mountain range right. yeah, to the West coast <laughs> and like all day long, I'm just on the phone. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is crazy. Yeah. So as soon as that starts happening, then people start tagging me in the Washington Post, the New York Post, and like all these like, newspapers. And I'm like, hold on a second. Now, like, I'm doing all these radio interviews. Now all these newspapers are hitting. And then like it was like TV was next. So then I started getting calls and I was doing like, you know, Zoom calls and in studio stuff for yeah. like local and from, uh, I mean, New York City, like, you know, like. Like LA, like I was doing all these, like these, you know, like literally like going viral and it was ridiculous. And then it was probably three or four days later. And then all of a sudden like Dublin, Ireland called and I'm like, get out of here. This is ridiculous. So like, that was like from that interview about my soul and Jeep and being an army vet to, and that's, you know, everyone loves to lead that it's, yeah. it's a tie in of like, it's Lent, right? What kind of stories do you have for this time of year? Right. And then also as an army veteran, right? So it's like, hey, the army veteran is giving up, you know, by the time like two weeks rolled around, I was down like 20 pounds. Wow. And then all of a sudden it was like, he's already lost 20 pounds. What is he going to wither away to? Yeah. And then it was like all these follow-ups and it was just like, sure. boom, boom, boom. And it was everything you could possibly think of. So yes, Barstool, when they, when they ran that 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 first like interview with me and the and the first like um article they were like they had this picture of jesus holding a bud light and that was how like that was the intro and then it was like me and then they started talking about you know like the army side of an army vet and like you know like i told them like i'd done all these things before i like oh yeah i've run i've run marathons i've done this i've done yeah. that and like you know and they're like is he gonna do it kind of a thing and it was like that was it man now, you know, four years later, and this is my fifth actual time doing it, I've been in, you know, I've been on TV 500 times now in 50 different countries. I've been in like, I've been in like Denver, Colorado and like 
people from Russia like recognize me oh, or Taiwan. So cool. yeah, I love it's, it. It's, it's ridiculous. It's that's so cool. All now. because of beer. Yeah, but I love that you're doing it for a good cause now too. And okay, look, let, let's just dive into some of the hard hitting questions. Oh, let's do it. So this is where my thoughts are always. First <clears throat> off, is there a certain style that you tend to drink more than others, or does any of that even affect it, or are you just going like, hey, let's hit a variety? So. The worst part of all this mm-hmm. is the monotony, right? You do not realize how, well, you might, you might realize, but most people don't realize how much entertainment we get out of food. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, Hey, there's a new restaurant opening up. There's a new dish. Yeah. Like a lot of people, like I'm a super like FOMO, right? Like I'm like, there's something new. There's something I want to try it. Like I have to totally like, get it. Right. Yeah. So it eats up a lot of your time. So entertaining to, to do things like that. It's also just like, you get a ton of time back because if you think about on a given day, from the time you wake up till the time you go to bed, thinking about food. Well, I have to go shopping for food. I have to cook food. I have to plan food. Right. I have to eat the food. And that's like, I'm going to have like three meals a day or like, you know, whatever the case may be. There's a lot of time. Take all that away. You get all that time back. Right? Yeah. So you have a ton of free time. Yeah. It's hours of your day, I'd imagine. So boring. Yeah. So boring. So the good thing about beer is that there are a lot of things that I can turn to if I want something sweet. I can get a breakfast out. Maybe it has a little uh, maple syrup in it. Maybe it's, yeah. maybe it's vanilla or cinnamon. If I want something hoppy, tons of IPAs on the, world, on, on the market right now. Mm-hmm. If I want something malty, I can have, you know, like a red ale or an amber. Um, you know, if I want something sour, there's sour beers. If I, want, if I want something fruity, I can drink a fruited beer, right? Right. Lots of options like that. So the worst part is just monotony and then cravings. So if I have a craving for a certain fruit, might be strawberry, I'll have a strawberry beer. Yeah, it makes sense. If I want something sweet, I'll have something vanilla. That's like the only thing that gets me through each day is knowing that like, all right, if I really get like a craving, there's some beer that can fit that bill. Sure. The, The only one that really doesn't work is like umami. Yeah, because there's not too many. I feel like that would be a weird combo. Yeah, with not a whole lot of right? like, yeah, not a lot of mushroom beers yeah. out there. Or like, right. also like a lot of people would tell me they would be like, well, what about like a Roush beer? Like a Roush beer is yeah. um, is a smoked beer. And a lot of those, uh, like they kind of give you notes of like bacon and things like that. I can right? see that. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it's, it doesn't do the trick. Like yeah. it's, just, it's, it's not it. It's right? probably still too much of that like wood smoke flavor, not 100% food flavor. That makes sense. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, so like, so the answer, that long winded answer to that question is, man, I just drink whatever I'm feeling. I love so it. So I'm a hop head. I drink a lot of hoppy beers. Uh, my fiance um, is a hop head too. So it, that's, that works out real well. Um, but, you know, I'll take a small taster of something sweet or a stout or a barrel aged stout or something like that. Um, you know, my go-to beer that's not my own is probably Coors Banquet. Okay. Right? Yeah. And um, it's, 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 it's light. It's an easy sipper. Yeah. yeah. And it like, it also is crisp. So in the beer world, we call them crispy boys. Yeah. It's a crispy boy. It literally will cleanse your palate. And if I feel like my palate is like really coated because, you know, when you eat, um, you, your digestive juices start flowing and um, it actually starts cleansing your, your tongue and your palate when you're not eating everything kind of gets gunked up. Like right. you're, it's really gross, but your gums recede a little bit. Like you get this coating over everything because you're not eating. Right. Your, desi- your digestive system is shutting down. So it's, it's, it's kind of weird. Um, I've turned to ginger beer 
Okay. Because ginger is that super crisp. It's all spicy. Yeah. And it like really, it feels like it's a really good like palate cleanser. I can it's see almost that like too. from like a used to be back like you don't see it so much anymore, but like back in like the eighties and nineties, you went to like a fancy restaurant, they would give you sorbet in between meals. Yeah. They don't kind of do that anymore. But that's the same kind of thing. And you know, you and you bring up an interesting point too, which with like the way kind of foodie culture has developed, that you'd think that would be actually more prevalent. I now. would think so too. Because like you really want people to experience this, yeah. but Right. You know, the only so in that on that same kind of in the same vein. Yeah. Um you still see that, but only in sushi restaurants. From the pickled ginger. And that's what I was just going to say when you mentioned the ginger beer. It's like, yeah, it's perfect. It's powdered yeah. ginger. It's why it gets you so That's why you that. get pickled ginger at sushi, right? Because you want, it's so it's such a delicate flavor. Right. You want to be able to pick up all those nuances. Right. Um, you know, kind of speaking of, my palate is ridiculous when I'm not eating because survival instincts kick in mm -hmm. when you're not eating. So not only do I have crazy dreams about food and like finding food and things, yeah. but like the hunter gatherer in, in our human nature, it makes my eyesight better. Makes my sense of smell better. I can taste things better. Yeah, I can hear things better. So every all the other senses are kind of picked up. So when it comes to like tasting beer and things, I can taste like these really subtle nuances in things that I couldn't before. That's so cool. I didn't even think about there being a lot of perks like that too, where you're, yeah. like, you it'd be unexpected. Yeah, you brain fog. Gone. No brain fog. Right. Yeah, you're like back to your prime. No self. inflammation in my body. I mean, I'm almost fifty years old, right? Yeah. And when I wake up in the morning, normally. Like, I'm like, oh, my back, oh, my knees, oh, right. my, you know, like, also, I'm a big boy, you know, like, I'm a, I'm sure. a big fella, you know, um, so uh, those things normally hurt. Now I, like, wake up, and I'm like, yeah, everything's cool, like, it's good, there's no kind of inflammation in my body, because, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fasting, and fasting is a, is a really good way for your body to cleanse itself, and uh, I can, like, I'm such a, a nerd with all this stuff. There's a process called autophagy, mm -hmm. which is cellular regeneration and, okay. and recycling. It won the Nobel Prize in 2017. And uh, it's one of the reasons why people fast. I still get a lot of those autophagy benefits um, from my beer fast. That's amazing. Yeah. How many beers a day are you having? So I normally have... I'm gonna say like three to five. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's it's, it's it varies. Um, you know, my my doctor always you know tells me like just don't get drunk, right? If you get drunk, then you're gonna dehydrated in your state. That would be really bad. Yeah. But what you I normally drinking water as well. Right? Oh, tons okay. of water, Sorry, tons of water. I, I literally, I mean, I make the rules up. Like it's my thing. Sure. So, um, all right, what I do is I say like nothing with calories. I don't I, I don't consume anything with calories in it, right? So when I wake up, I normally might have a black coffee, just literally. And, and also because my tolerance for alcohol goes down, I drink less beer, mm -hmm. but also my tolerance for caffeine goes down. So if I drink where like normally I wake up and have like a large coffee, let's, let's say 20 ounces, right? Mm -hmm. Probably by 10 a.m. I'm ready for another 20 ounces of coffee. Yeah. Cannot do that now. When I finish a large coffee, I would literally be jitter, like jitters right now. So, um, the tolerance to that goes down. I also like, I got herbal teas, anything, okay. anything literally without calories. Yeah. So if I want to have a Coke zero, I can have a Coke zero. Enjoy. I can have like things like that. Sure. Um, you know, uh, but other than that, man, it's, it's one, it's a multivitamin every day mm -hmm. and beer. Wow. It's so cool. I mean, in, you know, obviously you per picked up on a lot of the perks of this, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that. But the one thing I don't think I've, in any of my research and reading about you in the time leading up to this, and just since you've been doing this, <clears throat> what are the drawbacks? Like, what have you not told people about? Anything weird there? Is this my Jungle Gyms exclusive? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> I would love to give you a Jungle Gyms exclusive. Um, you know, it's 
the drawbacks are, it's really hard, right? Like emotionally speaking? Everything. Yeah. I mean, physically, emotionally, it is hard. It's, you know, this is not an easy task. It's, um, it's also like, it's, um, we like on a normal diet, it's like, it's really easy to just cheat. Right. Right. It's really easy to cheat on a normal diet. You're like, oh, I'm going to do keto or I'm doing paleo or I'm doing whole 30 or whatever. And right. like, and then like, you know, you like have a cheat meal or something like that. Like you can't do that. Like I literally am, I'm not taking a vow because I'm not religious. Sure. But I, I, that when it comes back to that, you know, being a genuine person. Yeah. You know, I said, this is what I'm going to do. Um, I'm hoping that people are giving money to charity and, you know, under the guise that like, hey, is Dell going to do this or not? Is he, you know, um, so I take it very seriously. I also, with so much of a like focus on me with like the press and things like that, mm -hmm. I don't want to be that guy that like fails. Right. So that actually helps me. Um, but, you know, I got the, the biggest draw. Like, there's a lot of things that like I miss during during this time frame. Yeah. That like, you know, so like from a, a person who like suffers from FOMO a lot. Um, you know, like one of my biggest things is like, um, fish fries during Lent. I've never been to one. I really oh want to go. Right? Like, it's like, I miss those so That's much. That's not a my people thing. <laughs> I, miss, I miss those so much. I miss those so much. Uh, all, also like I'm, I'm half Irish, half Scottish. Yeah. So St. Patrick's day is always in Lent. Right. Um, so I can't have my corned beef and cabbage. I can't sure. do like, you know, that, you know, that you would normally have, um, you know, and it's funny because like they're the normal, like Catholic church, they'll put out things all the time and say like, well, during Lent, if it, the saints, uh, if it's a saints holiday, like you don't have to do your vow. You can just have your, you know, whatever you're eating that day, like that kind of thing. Because yeah. like this year, St. Patrick's day is on Friday. Mm -hmm. So normally Catholics don't eat meat on Friday. Right. So they couldn't have corned beef and cabbage. They have to have fish only. Yeah. Well, they come out every year and say, so-and-so blessed this day and said, you can just not worry about what you yeah, said you were going to do. Take a right. day off and you can just do it. Yeah. You know, I don't have any of those because, you know, I'm not religious. I'm not, this is, you know, it's yeah. like a spiritual thing for me. Sure. So I don't have any of those, like, get out of jail free cards. I love that, though. Well, it so, keeps you like determined on task, in yeah. my opinion, too. I also feel like it would actually maybe make it harder. I, I make hugely every cheat meal is just one step closer to going yeah. back to bad habits, in my opinion. Yeah, right. I mean, like the king of cheat meals is the Rock. Yeah, you ever follow? You follow Dude, Rock on his, Instagram? It's insane. Dude, yeah, he eats like eighteen thousand yeah, calories right? for breakfast. He's you know? like he'll wake up and have like a platter of sushi, and then he eats like a whole pizza, and he does all these things. It's ridiculous. But the dude has so much discipline the rest of the time, right? right. I kind of feel like the same way, right? Except mine is these 46 days. The rest of the year, I have no, like, I'm not disciplined. My pendulum does not swing in the middle. I'm not a moderate person. <laughs> like, I'm like full bore right. or literally nothing. Yeah. So I feel like, okay, so I have six weeks, 46 days. All I do is just really buckle down for these 46 days. And I don't have to worry about the rest of the year, right? Yeah. So if you told someone like, you know, that's 46 days. You do the math and, you know, you say like, you know, I'm not going to eat one a day a week for the rest of the year. Yeah. That's my weight loss strategy. People probably say, well, you're only, it's one seventh of the week. You're probably going to maintain your weight or lose weight. You're, right. you're probably fine. That's probably a, a, a pretty good strategy. Um, so I feel like I just do it all in one fail swoop. Why not? 46 days. Crush it. Six weeks. Yeah. And then I can do whatever I want the rest of the year. All right, so then I have two questions to follow up with this. 
I'll go backwards. First off, what's your first meal after this? You have that thought? Have you thought that through? I figured you would. Yeah, it's actually so. Like, I'm a big like tradition person. I love traditions. I love like you give me a reason to like. It doesn't matter. You like you, you give me a reason to dress up mm-hmm. to follow something. I I do it. So like I've done. So like you know um, when it comes to Lent because that's like a Catholic holiday. Yeah. Like I didn't like you know and I didn't want people to think I'm stop nothing nothing wrong with the Catholics of course not no, no, no. like you know just um, not your thing I guess it's not yeah. I'm not I'm not I told the Vatican when they I'm not I'm not a Catholic yeah um but um I've also done the same thing I've I've celebrated um, Passover I've celebrated Ramadan yeah I've celebrated right I, why not like and I've done uh, some form of fasting for all every religion has some sort of fasting in there right you know um in their um their dogma. So um, I've literally done all of those things over the years, and um, now I can't remember what we were. What was uh, the your, original? Your first meal back? Yeah, so from the, the first, some uh, traditions, right? So like traditions. So when it, whether whether it's it's eating and and religion or whatever. Yeah. But so the first year I did this, um, I was invited by Sweetwater Brewing in Atlanta. Yeah. I was invited to be like a VIP down there. Oh, cool. So um, I went down to their uh, 420 fest. Yeah. And uh, no, first of all, I did not partake in 420 Fest because I didn't know what like that would do to me. Right. Yeah. Not having anything in my system. Like I'm not like a like normally like I would partake not all the time, but like sure. occasionally. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, then I was like, I don't know what this would do to me. I have no idea. I also had um, by the way, this is like like another little sub Reddit. Hit me. It's like a subreddit <laughs> um, that the week before that I was in Denver so I brought back some gummies with me and I had them with me, but like I literally was so, I'm so strict. Like I can't eat a gummy. Right? No, of course not. You guys wait. So I literally just passed those out to people at 420 Fest. Like all the people that I know, I'm like, hey, you want some gummies? I got all these gummies. Here, take these. Right. Right. So I felt like I was like the Willy Wonka. I was like, here you go. Yeah. Like here's Johnny like, Appleweed. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> Mark. That's, that's, that's the next Jungle Gems exclusive. That's tight. I like that. Um, <laughs> So anyway, I'm in Atlanta. I'm like, listen, like we're like, I got VIP, right? So like, I'm on stage for like Jason Isbell. I'm on stage at Avid Brothers and like awesome. Revolution and like yeah. Trampled by Turtles and like all the dude it was amazing, right? Crazy, crazy. JJ Mofro, big stuff. It was really cool. And um, but like I was dead set on like midnight on Easter. I can eat. Now a lot of people don't know that you can't just like go full bore after not eating for 46 days, right? Your body physically changes. It's not just a mental thing. Your body physically changes. So they found this out during the Holocaust and uh, just from prisoner of wars in general over the years that when you don't eat and you starve somebody, your uh, intestinal tract has a liner in it. And this is kind of gross, but it's it's called a mucosal lining. Mm -hmm. Mucus. Right. And what that does is when you eat something that hits that mucus and it slows down the travel so that you can absorb nutrients. Right. That goes away right. when you're not eating. Yeah. Physically, I've so literally seen- So this is where seen, the drawback starts I've sliding. literally, I've, I've physically have seen this go away. Yeah. So you can't just eat. You can't just be like, oh yeah. Cause like you can like, since there's no like kind of the mucus is lubrication in your mm-hmm. system, you can't um, stop that system up. So you gotta go back slow. You gotta eat very small amounts and small amounts of things that are easily processed by the body. Right. And um, it normally takes about a week to eat meat. 
So you would start with something really easily digestible, raw vegetables, bone broth, things like that, salads. Then you can move into like seafood, poultry, and then beef. So I knew this going into it. So in my backpack for this festival, I had this big thing of bone broth, right? And I was like, oh, I'm going to tear this bone broth up. This is great. (laughs) Midnight, Easter, celebrating with bone broth. And, uh, you know, I filmed all this, like, you know. And um, so I'm with a bunch of beer reps. And we're there, we're leaving the festival like 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, Hey, at midnight, we need to be somewhere where I can set up and film. I'm going to film my first meal. Yeah. Um, this is crazy. And, um, so I go to this, we go to this restaurant and I ask them, Hey, is it okay? Like I'm not eating right now, but like I have bone broth. Is it okay? And they're like, Oh, absolutely. Like, go ahead, do your thing. Yeah. Midnight comes. Everybody's like, let's go Dell." I'm like, I pop this bone broth. I remember, you guys have it here at Jungle Gems, by the way. It's kettle and fire. Oh, bone, yeah, good stuff. Kettle and fire bone broth, right? Super legit. Yeah. All organic. I take this bone broth, and I take it to the dome. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. I'm like, this sucks. This is not the pleasure that I'm looking for. Right. This, I'm missing something. There's nothing, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, I thought I would just go crazy over this bone broth, right? Yeah. The French have a saying, and, boy, do, do I know it's the truth, that hunger makes the best sauce. Right. Oh, I love it. That's so great. Yeah. the longer you go without eating, the better something's going to taste. Right. And the French know this and they're like, Hey, if you're actually hunger, if you're actually hungry, you'll, you'll, you'll really enjoy your meal. Hunger makes the best sauce. And I thought this was going to be the sauciest like meal there was. Yeah. And it sucked. It Damn. was just, I mean, it did not hit the spot. I yeah. was like, you've got to be kidding me. And everybody's looking at me for these like, you know, like reactions. And I'm like, nah, it's not doing it. And I said, I need something else. I don't know what, but I need, I need something. So let's, let's go to a restaurant. And at this point I'm like, I don't know. Like maybe I need, I mean, I'm pretty basic, but I'm like, do I need ranch? Do I need like, do I need something like a right. salad or something? I don't yeah. know. And we're like, so at this point, like we did this at midnight and now it's like, we're, we've moved on. It's like one in the morning in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. And we're like trying to find something that I can eat. Like what can, like in my mind, like what can I eat safely? And we find this Mexican restaurant that's still open. And uh, we all, a bunch of beer reps, you know, so it's like, we all go in there. There's like 10 of us. And um, I'm like, guacamole. Mm, okay. Love yeah. guacamole. Sounds like, good. Right? It was the best guacamole I've ever had in my I life. Bet. I don't know if <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia just produces the best guacamole you've ever had. Or if I was so hungry that that sauce that was sauce produced. Through, right, yeah. It could be both. Who knows? It was amazing. Yeah. And uh, it was it was awesome. So now I kind of like, that's kind of like my thing. Cool. So now, and I make a really good guacamole myself. I'm kind of like a home chef, you know. I love so, it. So um, I make my own. So like I, I, I start like. You know, eleven twenty at night, I start making that guacamole that yeah. I can partake in at midnight. I also really love margaritas because it means it's. Can you have a guacamole without margarita? No, I don't think. I actually think it's illegal to. I think it is too. I think it's like a Oaxacan thing. Yeah. Um. So I literally mix <laughs> <When> up <in> Puebla. <laughs> I mix up. I mix up this you know crazy like good fresh margarita because I can't have them during Lent. Yeah. You know? Oh, I, yeah. I, didn't even think about I can't have margaritas yeah. either. Right. So like, I, I don't have cocktails. I don't like, you know, so like I literally have a big thing of guacamole and a margarita and it's just That's heaven. magical. Yeah. It's I love heaven. that. Heaven. Oh, that's so good. Hey, I was going to kind of flip it back too. I mean, we're a decent way in here. So maybe this is a good way for us to start <laughs> winding down. Uh, the other question I had was really like, 
is there a lot of prep you have going in the like leading up to it? Because now, I mean, this is your fifth year doing it. Yeah. So like, it, or are you just like, all right, it's this week and you're just like pretty yeah. much eating normal to your last meal, man. I tell you what, I am like, I'm so like American when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like That's you have cool, the though. best, you have the best thoughts. Like you want to do, like, I want to prepare. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to start. Right. I need to cut out carbs and I need to do this and do that. And then like something comes up and you end up not doing it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there you are at the last, you know, 11th hour. And you're like, I guess I'm just going to start. Right. I appreciate the honesty. So I, 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 every year I have the intention that like, I'm going to like ease into this and boy, don't I, I don't, I, I literally don't. Um, so yeah, I just, I just jump in with, with both feet and just go, go for it. Yeah. There's no better way in my opinion. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's the beauty of the fast. I feel like if you did too much prep time, it right. probably would be a little less fun. But you know, on that same topic, when yep. it comes to fasting, fasting is what I, it's, um, when people talk about fasting, they talk about practicing fasting. Mm -hmm. They don't talk about like, oh, I do a fast as a diet or thing. They talk about practice. It's almost like yoga, right? Right. People talk about yoga. These, these you know, people that are really into yoga. They talk about like, oh, I'm going to go to practice tonight and they practice yoga. So it's like the same thing when your body actually gets used to via practice doing something, it performs better. So my body now, five years into this, has become pretty efficient at, one, it knows this is coming up. Right. So like a bear hibernating, this year I packed on the weight. I, I didn't like, all year long, in the especially in years past, I could just do whatever I want, eat whatever I want. It just, you know, like I put on like half the weight. Right. And then I would do my fast, lose a bunch of weight. Next year, half the weight again, right? right. So it's a net positive i was yeah. losing weight every year this year my body was like we know what you're doing you've done this five years in a row right you're gonna starve us for a long time and just packed it on sure packed it on man so um all the weight that i lost last year i put it back put it right back on and i did i mean a lot of things happened in my life i'm building a new brewery i got engaged um, so like I live in like you know, a family unit now where before I was like in my bachelor pad, right. just like chilling, like watching TV and like, just like zoning out. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like in a family and I have like, you know, like with my daughter and I have two stepchildren and it's like, we have a senior, a sophomore and a freshman and then my fiance. And it's like, so like I'm full on like dad mode now. Right. So I'm like, I'm cooking all the time and I do all the meals and I do all that, you know? So like all these things and like, we're going on vacations. So I, w I went on a cruise this year and I went on like, I went on beach vacations and like things like that. So and the whole time I never worried about my diet, right? I just like, hey, my diet's in the spring. Right. I got lit, you know? So um, it was, it was kind of funny, but the weight just kind of just poured back on. Same thing at this point in my fast, the weight has just fallen off. It's crazy. Like your body knows. Yeah. And I feel like that's part of the practice, right? Sure. So it's it's practicing. It's practicing fasting. And it knows this is going to happen. And here's the consequences. And we're going to prepare you for it. Beautiful. So yeah. the, only, the only thing different that I did this year, and, and um, a lot of years um, I do different things. I've worn continuous glucose monitors. Um, I always get my blood work done. I've like lots of things, sure. right? This year I went to, um, it's called the, uh, the fitness insights of Louisville. And I did a whole DEXA body scan. So I laid down and they literally, instead of just doing like your weight and your body fat, it literally scans your whole body, tells you how much bone you have. Wow. My mom always told I was big boned right? Right. So I was like, well, I really am. I actually, you know, there's a lot of bone, but then it also tells you how much lean body tissue you have and how much fat you have. Interesting. That's and I'm cool. going to do that again at the end. 
Um, also, when people tell you, like, if you're starving yourself, your metabolism slows down. Yeah. I had my metabolism, like, done at the beginning. So he hooked me up to this machine. Yeah. For, like, 15 minutes, I breathed and, like, they measured what was the CO2 levels and how much I was burning. Interesting. So cool. I got all those done so that this year, when I'm done with this fast and I've lost X amount of weight, definitively will tell you how much weight was muscle, mm-hmm. how much weight was fat, and then also what it's done to my metabolism. Amazing. I can't wait to hear those results, honestly. Yeah. Should have you call in once this is over to get a little update on that if you're into it. Dude, I'll come in and I, I come in. Look, I sell a lot of beer to Jungle Gyms. Yeah. Great. You know, um, but between Eastgate, Fairfield, sell them a lot of beer. I'm here all the time. Cool. I will pop in anytime you want for a I little update. That. Yeah, we should we can, do that. I will show you my before and after pictures. I love with, it. With my body scans. Yeah. We'll do like an overlay on them and like, look at this guy. Look at this, like, you know, what it that looks like. That's awesome. Yeah. I would, I would so love curious. to do that with you. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Dale. I yeah. really appreciate yeah. that. Well, of course, I want to keep wishing you the best as you're crushing through this. I think by the time this airs, you'll have 17 days left. So oh, we're a good great. ways into the Oof. into the fasting, but you're going to crush it. It's going to be yeah. great. Uh, yeah. Hey, if people yeah. want to support uh, you and the charities that you're doing this on behalf of, I know we showed the picture earlier. Yeah. But what's the best way for people to follow your journey and to show some love yeah so the best way to actually follow along is um is through social media right and so you can just go to my instagram it's sergeant dell s-g-t-d-e-l follow me on facebook uh dell hall beer influencer um but the best way to actually give and that's what we want everyone to do is basically to give money my charity this year is i'm doing the pig abilities so on flying pig weekend may 6th Mm -hmm. um at noon is the all abilities welcome one mile race right so i'm mm-hmm. the starter this year and um and basically what that is it's put on by um goodwill industries and it's a um it's the one mile for all abilities mm-hmm. basically um i have a team called sergeant dell's army and what they've what they've arranged with with this setup is that um the ken anderson alliance which is like my like i do the beer i do kenny's day drinking lager right um <clears throat> i have a 16 year old daughter with cerebral palsy and soon she'll be an adult with disabilities. Ken Anderson Alliance um, basically raises money for adults with disabilities. He's planning this, you know, huge like complex out in Springfield Township mm-hmm. that um, is like all inclusive. Basically, you know, like we, we in our in our world we say typical people. So typical people can live there. Yeah. Uh, people with disabilities can live there, and all all phases of disabilities, regardless of what that is. Um, and so he's like just always raising money for this complex. If you give money to Sergeant Dell's army this year for the pig abilities, that goes directly to the KAA. Amazing. So Goodwill has said the the Ken Anderson Alliance can have a branch of our one mile race. And anyone that raises money for the Ken Anderson Alliance, all those proceeds will go to them. That's beautiful. So it's such a, such a noble cause too. Over, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Over the last two years through um me and 16 lots brewing company and our beer and everything everything combined we've raised over forty thousand dollars for the ken anderson alliance That's so cool so if anybody wants to give to my team and support sergeant dell's army um, i'm going to be doing this one mile and i'm going to be pushing my daughter in her wheelchair for that one mile and at the end of it like i really like i'm going to pull on people's heartstrings like i'm going to get to the end of it i'm going to be like i'm going to like hey natalie like you want to get up and like walk with me and we'll walk over the finish line. Yeah. Right. Cause like she walks pretty well when I'm holding her hand. Yeah. So I'm like, I really want her to do that. Um, you would go to Ken They normally have a banner at the front of its website. Mm-hmm. That'll say like 
support the pig abilities, right? You click on that and then you'll see um, all the teams. So Sergeant Dell's army is my team. Click on that and donate whatever you want, whether it's, you know, a dollar, five bucks. You want to give a dollar per pound I'm going to lose. Probably going to lose about 35, 40 pounds. Uh, you want to do, you know, um, any, whatever you come up with when it comes to donating money, we're, we're there for it. So um, nothing's too small, nothing's too big. Let us let us know if you want me. If you're a uh, if you're a bar, a restaurant, or anyone in the uh, tri-state area, you want me to come out and do an appearance yeah. and and have a fundraiser at your place before May sixth. Just hit me up. Hit me up. Uh, slide into my DMs. Perfect. I'm gonna let you know. Like I will come out. We'll put some Ken Anderson Alliance. We'll put some Kenny's Day Drink and Lager on tap. Which is delicious, and, uh, by the way. Yeah, and we'll come out. And who knows? I mean, a lot of these things, you know, Ken Anderson himself comes and supports. We did um, last week. We did the uh, St. Patrick's Day parade. Mm -hmm. So he was the Grand Marshal of the St. Patrick's Day okay. parade. I walked behind him with my big banner <laughs> that said like Sergeant Dell, like hey, you know, donate. I love it. We're going to be in the opening day parade for the Reds. Perfect. So that's on the I think the thirtieth or the thirty first of March. We'll be doing that, and uh, yeah, we'll do. I mean, we've done we've done appearances at Jungle Gems. Yeah. So Ken Anderson was there. We've I was done a say, lot of things. Where yeah. I think we first finally met in real life. It, yeah, IRL, so, we did. Yeah, right? it was good. That was a good day. Ken, yeah. great guy too. So yeah. So any of those things we can do to raise money, that's all I that's all I care about at this point is like let's raise some money. I'm gonna de like I don't I don't like rest on my laurels when it comes to like, all right, so I put this fundraiser together, I put it out there and let's just it'll raise money and then we're done. Like I have lots of things in the works. Like um, my buddy is is just starting the new uh, pickleball lodge up in Westchester. Yeah, we're gonna actually have a pickleball tournament. That sounds amazing. And that pickleball yeah. tournament is gonna <laughs> it's gonna benefit my uh, my uh, pick abilities team Perfect. and things like that. So we have lots of things. You'll between now and and May sixth, you're probably gonna be sick of seeing me on. TV and hear me on the radio and things like that. Um, I'm glad to so, see you being successful. Though, truly, seriously, yeah, it's it's all for charity. Yeah, it's all, it's amazing, and I'm glad you're doing it. And I'm so glad you reached out to do this in the first place. So thank you, Dal. I appreciate it. What's uh, what's the last beer here? Can I ask? Oh yeah, this is like what literally one of my favorite beers of the entire year. Um, what I'm drinking right now is called Bonehead Red. This is a red IPA from Fatheads Brewing up oh. in um, uh, Cleveland, Ohio. So um, uh, my buddy Matt probably actually brewed this. And um, so basically what this is, it's a, it's a red IPA. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty weighty. So it's probably, I'm going to say it's 9% ABV. Um, somewhere in the probably 60, 70 IBUs, which is International Bitterness Units. Yep. Um, but boy, I do I look forward to this. This is like one of my styles. It's a, it's a malty style that actually has a hop kind of backbone to it. Um, Fatheads does amazing things. Love everyone that works at Fatheads. They're an amazing brewery. They're probably the most award-winning brewery in the state of Ohio. Oh wow! So realize. they've done a really good job of of kind of like standing, you know, standing up when it's, when we say like Ohio against the world. They're probably one of the one of the the foremost members of that you know, contingent. Charge. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I love this beer. It comes out once a year, and uh, that's what I'm drinking right Perfect now. Time, Got man. it right at the tasting bar. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, when you hit me up, you're like, "Is it is it good if I bring beer?" I was like, "I would legitimately be mad if you hadn't." So right. Perfect, <laughs> Perfect answer too. I swear, like every time we talk, every time I, I have interactions with you, and like it took us so long to actually become friends. Yeah. Like I I had I had heard of you and seen of you and like you know things like that. We ran in the same circles right. for so long. And it was like, you know, like, 
like who's this guy I have like 400 mutual friends with <laughs> right. on like Facebook, right? Like, and then like, you know, and then all of a sudden, like as we start interacting with each other and like yeah. setting this up, then I kind of feel like stepbrothers. Right, like you can't like every did time you best say, friends. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> I was like, I'm literally gonna, I'm gonna rub something on your audio equipment right now. <laughs> all hops, please, by all means. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm gonna rub no, my hops good. all over your audio equipment. Oh Mom! Well, next year we'll kick off the fast. I'll get a big. We'll go with like the chili bath routine. I'll get a, a bath, a uh, hot tub in here, and we'll do it. Uh, fill it with beer. That's the move. I think that's how we kick it off next year. If you're in, <laughs> this is my other. This is my third Whoa. Donald Jim's exclusive. Oh, now we no, bro, right, I don't know what you just did to me. You have no idea what you just did to me. Yeah. But if we take one of those like portable hot tubs and we fill it full of my beer, that's what I'm saying. And you and I sit in that. We should do. The, we should do a live show from it. One hot, like yeah. I'm not not. Even I may or club. may not already own a couple of those portable hot tubs too. That would so. be amazing. Yeah, because you know what? When it comes to like beer experiences. That's kind of one of the things, right? People always ask me, like, you know, like, what do I miss and like things like that, and like, what do I like, what do I do that like keeps keeps it interesting? And I do everything. Like, I, did you see that just that Coors Light just came out with frozen yeah, popsicles? The, but they're non-alcoholic. I'm like, I, what's the point? Okay, first of all, I came up with that. Really? Uh oh. So Coors four like four years and ago, we shouted them out earlier. Even four years ago, I get so sick of not chewing because I don't I don't even chew like. I don't chew gum normally or yeah. anything like that. Like, I don't, I try to stay away from artificial sweeteners. Yeah. But your digestive system shuts down. I made popsicles. That's brilliant. Honestly. Beer popsicles. Yeah. I made them out of like Lindemann's Frambois. Oh, I bet that would right? be amazing. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Oh right? my gosh. I made beer ice cubes just yeah. to chew on. Sure. And I'm like, okay, Miller Coors. Now I see you doing the whole popsicle thing. Yeah, but they pulled the beer out. It's just beer flavored. Right. When I read that, Lame. I was just like, yeah, that's a half, that is a half measure. I don't think Lame. that's going to work. I don't drink decaf coffee either. Oh, well, I was going to say, I mean, and like, I obviously love the accessibility that non-alcoholic beer provides, but I feel like the person, excuse me, but I feel like the person who is trying to eat a beer popsicle wants, or like at least a Coors Light branded one, they're there for the four and a half percent. They want to taste the Rockies. Right. You know? Oh, absolutely. Right. <laughs> does that, does, have you, have you actually seen them? Do they turn blue? That's a great question. Right? Oh, that that would be a good move, right? But then right? it's like if the packaging whole, was like blue. They should do that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, if not, they're gonna. As hear soon as this. I heard that, I was like, popsicles are my thing. Like I had, yeah. I went ahead and I had to buy popsicle molds. Well, see, now you just need to launch ahead of them at sixteen lots. Well, I don't know what my next beer invention. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Or just do it as like a maybe do it as like a pop up thing. You know, like hey, this week we're doing everything's frozen, and you do their whole lineup. And yeah. you freeze a bunch of them. Everybody's yeah. in there eating popsicles. It'll be a weird look, but it'll, the, yeah. the photos for social will be hilarious. Right. We, well, you know? we are. So we are. I mean, um, you bring up 16 lots and you bring up like what we're doing. So like, obviously we're, we're building our second location right now. I'm building um, 16 lots, Southern Outpost, a Newport on the levee. Yes. It's thank at, you. it's at Jefferson hall as a Kentucky resident. I'm right? glad that's oh, happening dude, close I, to my house. I can't wait. Like I cannot wait for this. Um, but you know, one of the things that we're going to focus on is not just like just from scratch, you know, kitchen and our amazing beer. But um, we also, like, we, we've, we've put in, you know, four slushy machines. That so like, we're going to do some beer slushies and things like That's that awesome. already. So a cool little, you know, uh, you know, popsicle pop-up that's actually alcoholic. Right. Because what? I mean, that's it's like thing. kissing your sister. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like kissing your sister. There's no alcohol. Right. Involved. It's like decaf coffee. Like, why? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Why would you do that? Makes yeah, no sense. That's a good question. Don't ask the internet. They will tell you in detail. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's a subreddit. Uh, yeah, for, I'm sure, for sure. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, now that we just taught the audience about that. Uh, all kidding aside, Dell, congratulations on everything. Seriously, I'm so glad you came Thanks, in. I'm looking forward to the follow-up, too. We should really do that. Um, I'm going to get that hot tub in here next year. So be yeah, ready. I, we have so many things going on already. I mean, I'm li- very li- excited. 100%. I, like easy peasy on the follow up, right? Cool. No, yeah. no, no questions asked. Let's do it. We'll compare things. It'd be super cool. But we're doing a beer hot tub next year. Like, dude, epic. Your chili, your hot tub, your chili it's hot. So tub. ridiculous, isn't it? Epic, <laughs> epic. Like that is amazing. You know, that's one of the things too. Is like, I just, man, I just, you know, I love being like five one three. I love being Cincinnati. Yeah. You know, I grew up in Dayton, Ohio. By the way, a lot of people don't know that I grew up in Dayton, Ohio. So I haven't been in Cincy. I've been in Cincy probably 12, 13 years now, somewhere around that neighborhood. Um, but when I grew up in Dayton, I was five one three. Like my home, my number was always five one three. Right? Oh, that's cool. So like I was, I've always been kind of five one three. But when I tell you about my senses, right? And they're like heightened. It's like 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 my like Spider Man. Yeah. I don't care where I am. Anywhere in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, I lived in Pleasant Ridge. I live in Hyde Park. I uh, have a brewery in Mason. I'm in Fairfield now. I don't care where it is. When you open your car doors, it's not like the, like, it's like Back to the Future either. Like, when you open your car door and you get out of your car and you breathe the air in Cincinnati, if you pay attention, you smell Cincinnati chili. Yeah. Any, it does not matter where it's you so are. True, yeah, you get it doesn't. It does not matter where you are. Yeah, you can be anywhere, and you pick up Cincinnati chili in the air. It's that's like I mean, it's it's everywhere. It's the five one three magic. It's crazy. Yeah, I love it. It's crazy. So cool. So yeah, that was super epic when you did that with the. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate with that. the bathtub full oh, of yeah. chili. Well, hey, we'll just keep bathing in things. We'll make it your beer next time. It'll be great. A hot tub beer hot tub. Yeah, can you yeah. imagine? I'm so people ready. have done beer spas, so this is we'll find out how good. Look, the oh, thing absolutely. I tell people all the time is like the chili was great on yeah. my skin. I honestly don't think I've had sm- as smooth a skin since. And for like ten days, I was yeah. like, "Wow, I don't even need to moisturize." It was amazing. So I think it's something about the tomato paste and obviously probably the high fat content. You know, right. it's we'll good. Do some, we'll do some like hop masks. We'll put hops masks on. I'm we'll in. Sit in the in the in the in the jacuzzi. It'll be great. Oh man, I cannot wait. Yeah, this will be fun. Epic. Thanks, Dad. I really appreciate Epic. it. Epic. Yeah. You're an epic guy, Mark. All right, everyone. Make sure you tell us that you want to see that for sure so we definitely have it happen next year. I'm excited about it. Absolutely. Thanks for your time, Dale. Really appreciate it. Oh, anytime. We'll see you soon. Yep. Thanks for having me. Of course. Everyone, thanks so much for sticking around. Appreciate you watching the show. You know the drill here. Like, share, subscribe. Leave me a comment if you're watching along on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio-only version, thanks so much. Tell your friends. Tell them you love the show. Tell them you love the fun things we get into. And uh, tell them about all the fun stuff that's coming up here soon. Don't forget, we've got all kinds of great things coming up in the store, too. We just released tickets to Beer Fest. Uh, That's going to be a great time. It's going down in June. I believe it's the 16th and 17th, but you can get those tickets now on our website. There's more festivals coming. I can't remember if the other one is one I'm allowed to talk about yet, but it is one of the ones you all keep asking me about. Not Cheese Fest. Uh, (laughs) But we got more festivals coming up, so I hope that we all get to hang out soon. On that note, we're going to wrap this up. I'm going to dive into some more of these coconut cookies, and I'll see you out there in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.